the heart of art, scoping the Brussels Valley for the best artists and bringing them to your radio. Hello, good evening everyone. Welcome back to the KME Studios. My name is Hector Nino and you're listening to The Heart of Art. We have a great show planned for you today. Our main guest will be Haley Herrera. She is a South Korean-born uh, artist, but has been living in the Brazos Valley for the past 20 years. She is a watercolor multimedia artist and uh, currently has her works up at the Bryan College Station Community Showcase uh, here on campus at the MSC on the second floor. And we have a great conversation about her different watercolor techniques, um, her use of oriental paper, as well as her wash and wax techniques. So um, if you're into watercolors, make sure to um, stay tuned and uh, to listen to the show. After her interview, we will be revisiting my conversation with June Dunn who um, is an acrylic painter and also has her works up at the Bryan College Station Community Showcase, which is up right now until August 13th. So I encourage you all to go check it out. And Dudley has pieces up there um, such as the Baby Blues and Wisteria and Wine Cups. So make sure to check out her work uh, at that showcase as well. So yeah, now to our art announcements. Uh, our first one is uh, the gallery is currently showing John W. Pinkerton's work. He is an abstract painter and there's over 40 paintings there. So there's a lot to check out. Uh, he is from Somerville, Texas, and he has uh, received much praise for his work. So I encourage you all to go check that out um, at, the, at the gallery. And if you know of any artists or uh, any art events going on in the community that you think other people should know about, uh, make sure to email the heart of art at tamu.edu that's the heart of art at tamu.edu uh yeah great show planned for you today and i hope you enjoy uh make sure to tune in next week Today in the studio, we have a very special guest. Her name is Haley Herrera. She is a water media artist, and she focuses on Asian papers such as the Korean hanji, the Japanese wash, and the Thai unryu. Um, she currently has her work up on display at the MSC on the second floor in the Bryan College Station Community Showcase. And she is also one of 30 artists selected for the Art of Texas Park Project and it was also selected as a centennial painter for the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. So hi, Haley. How are you today? Hi, Hector. How are you? I'm doing yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm doing great. I was wondering what exactly the Art of Texas Park Project is. Uh, Art of Texas Park Project is a visual art survey to commemorate the 100th Texas Park System. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, which is 2023, and to celebrate the park system, they chose they chose 30 artists, Texas artists, and then they assigned two paintings for each park. Wow! So 30 artists will create 60 paintings, and then they will exhibit in Black Museum in Austin, and wow. then we will travel to San Antonio and Woody and some other museums. 
That's awesome. And um, how were you selected for this? What was the selection process like? I exactly do not know. Mm. I thought that I was really lucky. I was wondering myself and yeah, uh, I mean, how yeah. they found me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's and awesome. then at that time I thought that I am I was not landscape painter. Hmm. Yeah, that was a very kind of interesting that uh, they found. But they were looking for a Texas artist using very unique medium. Hmm. Okay. So right. I was doing watercolor batik, which is not traditional method to create landscape painting, hmm. and then they must be heard about me. Hey, there's a Texas artist using watercolor batik technique, very different. Okay, yeah. So let's try her out, and then they interview me on the phone whether I will be interested in this project. Awesome. So I will be assigned two parks, uh, and then visit there, and then take some photos, and so find uh, something that uh, I will be interested in creating. Okay. I mean, that's awesome that your work kind of spoke for itself, that it yes. recommended you to do this pro- yes. project. Awesome. Um, and I do want to go into what exactly the batik technique is, um, but that'll be a little later. I do want to go over your personal background. Um, so where would you call home? Are you a local here to the Bryan College Station area? I live in Bryan College Station over 20 years. Okay. Awesome. So I can call the, this area as my home, right. but mm-hmm. I originally came from South Korea, 1997. 97, okay. And did you start art there in, in South Korea? Uh, art was a big thing to me since I was seven. Mm-hmm. As far as I can remember, I was uh, involved in art and I was competing. Oh, really? City-wide and national-wide. But I was wow. very actively doing art until my junior high. Okay. And then my last thing I can remember was uh, I was got big award, but, uh, UNESCO National Art Competition, mm-hmm. and then that was the last thing, and then I completely quit it hmm. uh, because uh, upon that the award, my art teachers uh, invite my mom, my parents uh, to persuade them to to send me to art school, mm-hmm. and then they didn't believe it art as a career. Right. Uh, my mom firmly believed that I cannot make a living mm-hmm. by doing art. So I kind of get in as a, took my mom's advice, and then I got into science uh, school, and then I have to study, study, study to get into university where I want to. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was your teachers that kind of motivated your parents into? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um I mean, I was wondering that question about where do you call home because of your piece, Population 2184. And I was wondering, who is in that image? Oh, the first one, I submitted three artwork. First mm-hmm. one was 310, three, three the people was doing archery. Uh-huh. One yes. of the center person is my son. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that one is uh, 4-H Archery Club. Wow. Awesome. And then there were the doing summer camp for Central Baptist Church. Hmm. And then at that time, 4-H Archery Club didn't have their own facility to practice outdoor. So Central Baptist Church let them use their back the empty parking lot. Nice. In exchange, they can help them out Central Baptist Church children's summer camp. Oh, okay. So they were wearing blue shirts, 
Mm-hmm. And then they are, they are coaching the Central Baptist Church to some, the summer camp. Oh, wow. So I cut that image and then I painted it. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. The, the use of color is, is awesome in that one and the circular shapes as well. Um, and the next one, Poems from Fun, is uh, Brajo's Spinners and Weavers Guild. Yeah. Three ladies, uh, they were regulars at that time. 2013, I painted that painting. And then every first Friday, I went to the downtown Bryan and they look around. And then there were every the first Friday, they come and they set up their spinning words and then doing demos. Whoa. So I thought they were interesting. Yeah, and awesome. at the time, I was uh, interested in techniques, the high detailed uh, the view in my painting. Mm-hmm. So I painted every detail I can capture. Yes. The ladies spinning wheels and thread. Uh, or window background. It took a while to yeah. finish that painting. I, I can imagine because, I mean, every single little square centimeter is just so detailed. Yes, um, yes. It's one of the things that uh, attracted me to your paintings. Um, I do think that your uh, pieces kind of have like a community background, like a community base. Is that, is that something important for you to kind of like bring the community together through your paintings? Mm. Around 2013 and 14, I was uh, into art competition because mm-hmm. that's what I know since I was young. I was yeah. competing. So I was uh, wanted to compete in the National Rider Watercolor Society. Mm-hmm. The, I don't travel that much at the time. My husband's busy. We didn't get out much. And then I had to create original, something that I am interested in. So mm-hmm. I'm going downtown Bryan first Friday. So there was the things that I, I was interested in. I was uh, represented by, at the time, the frame gallery. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my art world was evolved around the downtown Bryan. So uh-huh. it's naturally I was uh, captured that scene. Right. Some mm-hmm. musicians are playing in frame gallery or a street view, something singer, that performing. Those kind of scenes that I wanted to capture. And also the down, downtown art fair, something like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. I wanted to ask about what your earliest memories of you and art were. Like, wh- what got you interested in art? I think naturally uh, I was uh, into art because mm-hmm. it was uh, so early and then I cannot remember. But it was really strange that none of my family member, mom's side, father's side, uh, not doing art. No I was the only one, entire family member. Oh, wow. So it was kind of strange that I was that young, I was into art. Yeah, it must have been and tough. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, who were like certain people that uh, helped you learn these techniques that you know now? Well, is uh, since I want I came back from my doctoral study. Mm-hmm. I was uh, thinking at home, and then I was I was actually looking looking around my son's guitar lesson, hmm. and then I found that I found that the pamphlet. Uh, this extra education, City of College Station extra education provided watercolor class. Okay. At the time, there was only $45. I think well, it's not going to hurt. It's so cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just attend it because I used to do watercolor. Mm-hmm. And, then, right. and then I was get bored and staying at home mom. Mm-hmm. And then I, I wanted to do something. So I start learning from there. But te- the teacher at the time didn't teach a whole lot. They kind of 
things motivate me. He is kind of introducing new techniques. Okay. Oh, in Warokaya, there are some techniques there, but not exactly teaching it. Mm-hmm. It just introduced it to us. Okay. So as a researcher, my background is researching it. I wanted to research it. I right. wanted to find out what is all these techniques about. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I went to the library, city of library, and then the, stopped uh, picking all the books and studying it. Mm-hmm. So more like a self-taught artist. Studying, okay. and then I start watching YouTube clips, and then I learn through the books and YouTube clips most of the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, YouTube helps a lot now. Yes, and then just doing it, and then, oh, let me try this, let me try that, and then I'm learning, and awesome. then more and more I develop my technique, I, I get more serious. Mm. And then now it's like uh, I wanted to attend the workshops. Mm-hmm. So I learned some of the techniques through them. All right, and um, I was curious as to what your PhD was in and if you think that affects your art at all. Not at all. No? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, the research-wise, uh, I my major is uh, computer science. So oh, wow. It didn't affect me, but the seven years of my mis- research helped me to approach watercolor as uh, researching it. Right. So I wanted to learn this pigment, what is this about, light fastness, uh, if two color mixing it, what's going to happen. I'm more like uh, approaching scientifically right? Yeah. I- in the beginning. I mean, that's interesting because yeah. I think that... And the color study. Mm-hmm, yes, yeah. I'm more like uh, researching uh, color studies. And right. if I to buy two, laying down, what would happen? Those kind mm-hmm. of things. I'm making a memo, all kinds of memos and researching it. Yes. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean... Because, I mean, you would say that it, it didn't affect your art, but, I mean, it yeah, so that, that, really that, did. Yeah, so my attitude towards anything. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, right, awesome. Um, I had a question about, uh, specifically, you mentioned your layers of watercolor wash and wax. What is this wash and wax that you speak of? Um, the traditional watercolor is uh, just a layer in watercolor, so mm-hmm. uh, from light to dark, and the color k- keep layering, layering until you achieve uh, the intensity you want it. Right. But what I'm doing is uh, in between those layers, I apply wax. Mm. So wax helps me block certain area that the color is preserved. So X is more like a sealed that portion. Uh-huh. And then by layering it, and then that part is layer by layer sealed it. So it looks like once the wax off, uh, initial the paint is, looks like a paint by numbers. It's like a block there. Right, yeah. yeah. And awesome. then later I touch offs and then cover that. But that's the, the, I use wax as a block certain areas I want to preserve the part I want. Right, okay, that makes sense. Um, and what is your artistic process like? Where where does an idea begin and how do you develop it into a piece? Well, I normally a very spontaneous person. Spon- and then I just look around or went to park or some certain scenes and look it. And then kind of something like an in- instant kind of attraction. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the color layering or this kind of combination of uh, the flower and the background. I might capture that. It's just like uh, intuitively, I kept really fast certain things of what I want to create. And then if I take it, my hundreds of photos, I look through really like a few seconds. It's almost like a sweeping through and then certain photos just pop up in mm-hmm. my brain and then I go for it. Awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned, um, I think it was in your website where I looked it up, that you kind of go and you can see like the certain combinations of colors and then you use your own intuition to kind of like lead you to where um, yes, it's going to yes, end, right? Yes. What kind of themes would you say that you enjoy tackling through, you know, apart from the people that you highlight, would you say there's like a main message throughout all of your paintings? I don't think I have a message to the whole painting, but mm. I do want to capture some beauty of everything I create. Mm. I, I like beautiful things. So even though it's an ugly subject matter, then I turn it to a beautiful way, the colorful and the cheerful way. Right, yeah. To capture, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And it was in your website that I, I, I got this quote, um, I am not content with one style, but want to evolve continually. Um, I, I love this, and I wanted to ask where do you see your art going in the future, or do you have any uh, upcoming techniques that you're curious about? I think I had thought, as I, we discussed the, that my background was a researcher, and then I approached the, my art as researching it. So mm -hmm. I kind of wondering, and I always wanted to experiment there. I learned something, I want to apply new, pay, new painting, and then continuously wanted to learn. Them, that could have maybe pro and cons. Uh, I could not stick to one thing. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah, I could not stick to one thing. Like right. a traditional artist, uh, they created the big body of a world. You can see what is this artist was doing about. But I wanted, I continuously changing things. Mm -hmm. So gallery, uh, the owners sometimes teach me, hell is going everywhere. Sometimes she paints blue bonnet, one day she paints animal, something else, and then all of a sudden techniques change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was everywhere jumping point. around. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I might be like that in the future, but uh, mm -hmm. as a professional artist, I think I found certain things like a watercolor batik technique-wise, and I'm continuously narrowing down, but still I would like to in, uh, experiment things though but more and more narrow than as a professional artist mm -hmm. what I want to do or technique wise I think I'm getting there to narrow that my yeah. exciting experimenting phase is gone little by little mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I learn enough I would say right. but I still love to learn yeah, I mean, I think a, a lot of artists have that issue that they're kind of like, okay, where do I go now? Yes, if there's yes. so many options available. Yes, I was doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and this is kind of like a simple question, and I think you might have answered it, but I, I, maybe you could give another answer to it. Um, why do you paint or create art? Is it for others or is it for yourself? Uh, after I PhD study it was over, I stayed uh, at home few years uh, to figure out what I'm gonna do and then stay home by yourself not there's not a lot to communicate with the other other people mm -hmm. outside of my room my studio and then I found the flicker and then I, I was attending the class uh, and then I studying it and then I wanted to share with my what I learned mm -hmm. so flicker was my method so now I developed that I can I can talk to other people in the tour, but I, I was able to communicate through the flicker, the worldwide artist. Hey, I learned this thing, what do you think? And then they respond to me. And then I mm. developed this visual communication. Okay. And it was exciting. Awesome. And it made me keep going. Mm -hmm. And that's Flickr, right? Yes, How do you it spell was that? That, that, yeah, that's where I studied my art career, honestly, Flickr. Flickr. Yes. Awesome. 
think I've seen it, but I, I'm not too familiar yeah, with it. Yeah, it was early on, more like uh, 10 years ago. It was uh, very popular among artists. Uh, okay. And then they create something, they're uploading it, and then we make a comment uh, and then leave some comments and we're discussing it and they share artist group. There's a lot of artist group in Flickr. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, like a... Uh, Make me keep going. I want to finish this painting, and then I'm going to upload it soon, so make them see. This kind of a communication makes me keep going. Yeah, that's a that's a great resource. Yes. I, I mean, yes. I feel like even the scientific community kind of has something yes. similar, you know, and now that the art community does too. Um, do you have any upcoming dates or exhibitions that you're going to show um, that you want our audience to know about? Currently, uh there's a show in Temple Cultural Activity Center. Okay. And then what's upcoming is Evelyn, mm. the art of contemporary art. Okay. Now we will exhibit, I'm going to exhibit uh, uh, along with the professional artists of Central Texas. Okay. So it's coming next month, August. Mm-hmm. And then there are more shows is coming. And then September, I will have a show with the two other artists at Art Council. Okay. The Three Women's Show is oh, coming. Great. So I have a, a lot of shows that keep coming up yeah, until next busy. year. Mm-hmm, awesome. And do you have like a website that people can visit? Yes. Yeah, so if you go to HaleyHorera.com, there is an event menu. So if you cr- scroll down, there's a lot of events. I keep posting it whenever the new shows pop up. So go and check it out. Awesome. Yeah, I encourage everyone. That's HaleyHorera.com, right? Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, is there anything that you'd like to mention to our audience that you think we might not have covered in the interview? Anything that's important to you that you think, you know, I want them to know about my art? Uh, I'm not uh, an artist who graduated four years of college. Hmm. There's sometimes, time to time, uh, like me, self-taught artists come to me and they ask another advice. And I do this. Uh, where From here, where I, I need to go. To become a professional artist, uh, I just uh, give them uh, advice, follow your heart. And uh, mm. don't worry about style or anything else. Just uh, painting what you love and uh, keep painting it. And then you will find uh, and then someday you will find uh, yourself that you you are in the center of your world. Wow. <laughs> That's That was beautiful. That's what happened to me. Yeah. I, I was... Uh, I didn't never th- thought about it, eager to pursue I want to be a professional artist. Someday, it was just happened to me. Yeah, it was, it was the love of the art. That yes, you yes. Too. Awesome. I mean, yeah, that's that's what this show is about, the heart of art, the love yes, for art. Yes, yes. So. <laughs> just keep doing it, what you love, and then one yeah. day, you will be an artist. Too. Mm-hmm. You heard it here. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Haley. Uh, thank you for stopping by. I learned so much, and I mean, thank you for your expertise. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Of course, anytime. All right, you guys. So that was my interview with Haley Herrera. And now we will be uh, moving on to a short excerpt from my my interview with June Dudley, who's an acrylic painter. Today in the station, we have a painter with us, and her name is June Dudley. And if you'd like to check out her work, uh, her website is junedudley.com, and you can see her works and purchase her work. So, hi, June. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? 
Doing good. Very excited for a conversation today. I like to go first over the background of my guests and see where um, that love for art kind of began. Okay. Um, so, and I was reading your bibliography, and it said that um, your love of nature came from your home. Right. Uh, it right. Did. So, uh, where is this hometown, and how did that love for art begin? Well, it's in Grimes County, just okay. across from the Navasota River. All right. And my family has um, quite a bit of land that was actually started by my great-grandfather. He brought the first herd of Hereford cattle ever to Grimes County. Oh, wow. And so that land has been handed down uh, year by year to me and now to my kids and, and my grandkids. And I was raised on a ranch. My daddy was a cowboy, and I was with him a lot, riding horses and doing things like that. And I loved every minute of it. And it seems like uh, that has really strongly influenced my choice of subject matter in painting. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, all of your paintings are just beautiful landscapes of the country, you know, and it just, I was wondering, you know, if you were a country girl, where did that, um, your very detailed hand come from? Where, where did you learn to paint like that? I, I have studied with some major artists. I think I have a God-given talent, which I thank God for every day because, I, you know, they say if you love what you do, you never have to go to work. Right. And I love what I do. It's my passion. Uh, my daddy's sister was an artist, and nothing thrilled me more than to go to her home and see her brushes and her paints and look at what she had painted. When I was a little girl, she showed me some things about shading with Crayolas. And um, I, I'll never forget it. I mean, I still remember her sitting there showing me those things. It was like a light came on. And uh, so she was really my first introduction to art. Uh, I think I've been very fortunate to have studied with some great artists like Bob Wygant, Howard Turpening, J James Robinson. And uh, I'm thankful for that. And I think just... The more, the more paintings I've done, hopefully the better I've gotten. I've I've painted about eight hundred and fifty paintings. I've kept a record of them. Oh wow, that's a yeah. Lot. So, yes, <laughs> the way I grew up has strongly influenced uh, my choice of subject matter when it comes to painting. Mm -hmm. Why did you decide to paint those nature landscapes? Like, why immobilize those moments? Oh, because you know. I think being an artist, you see more than the average person sees because you really focus in, um, well, say clouds, for example. Um, when I'm driving, I, I look at the landscape, I look at clouds, and I see something that just really turns me on, and I want to capture it on canvas. Uh, there's so many beautiful landscapes out there, uh, skyscapes, just f figures, I, I hope I can live long enough to paint all the things that I want to paint, but I doubt that that will happen. But There's too uh, much out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing my best to do that. And one thing about our land I, I, I want to tell you is that uh, our land, our family, has been recognized by the Texas Land Heritage uh, Program uh, in Austin. Uh, if you can document the ownership and the use of your land for a hundred years, 
and prove that it's been used all that time for agriculture, then they recognize you as a Texas Land Heritage Ranch. And so we we did that. Uh, I did it before my parents died, so they got to uh, go to Austin with us and accept. You got um, uh, signs that you could put up on your land and um, papers stating that you were a Texas Land Heritage Ranch. It's actually now been about 135 years in my family. Wow. And so uh, my daddy always told me, don't sell any land. So my parents helped. I think they developed that in me, a real sense of land and nature and all the beautiful things that God has given us. And I, I just want to capture it. And when I'm painting, I'm in another world. I, I just escape. All right, you guys, that is the end of our show. Thank you so much. Uh, make sure to tune in next week when we will be talking about yarn. Uh, so I'll keep you on your toes with that one. Have a good week. I'm Hector Nino, and you've been listening to The Heart of Art, a production of 90.9 KAMU-FM. You can find all of our shows anytime at kamu.tamu.edu.